This podcast episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's pretty clear that almost everyone today has been feeling some level of emotional and psychological impairment due to the COVID pandemic. We've entered a mental health epidemic that's likely to endure over the coming years. So what are we going to do about it? Well, we can't really rely on our friends or family because maybe some of us aren't that lucky. And even if we do, they're probably not qualified to help us the same way that a trained therapist could. Which brings me to my point. Seeking the help of a professional therapist is an effective way to deal with the mental-emotional cloud that COVID has created. BetterHelp offers licensed, professional counselors who are trained to listen and to help. Talk with a counselor in a private online environment on your own terms from wherever you'd like. BetterHelp counselors are experts in a wide variety of topics like self-esteem, depression, anxiety, loss, and BetterHelp can get you access to help that otherwise may not have been possible in your area. So simply go now to fill out a quick questionnaire to assess your specific needs and to get matched with your perfect counselor in under 48 hours. Join over 1 million other BetterHelp users that are taking back control of their mental health with the help of experienced BetterHelp counselors. If for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional cost. BetterHelp is an affordable option for mental health counseling. And as an Unleashed Love listener, you get 10% off your first month with our discount code UNLEASH. Get BetterHelp today at betterhelp.com forward slash unleash. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash unleash. Start talking with a therapist online and get better help. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Unleash Love. My name is Kamal Young and I'm your host. Today I'm joined by my very good friend, Jackie Castro Cooper, who is the author of The Power of Self-Care, Self-Love, a physical therapist's guide to evolving into your higher self. Jackie's one of the first holistic alternative physical therapists in the US. She's also a professional speaker and business consultant and is now treating people online for physical, emotional, and spiritual pain from the comfort of their own homes. In our conversation, we talk about her book, we talk about the power of self-care, we talk about anxiety, manifestation, the power of laughter, and more. It's a fantastic conversation and a brief one, given the breadth of her knowledge. As always, I really appreciate you being here. If you enjoy this episode and the podcast, please do leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcast platform. Every single one we get helps us reach more people. Thank you again for listening, and let's dive right in. Tell me a little bit about how your book's been doing. Have you had any feedback so far about, you know, my book oh my gosh yes excellent feedback um mm -hmm. i'm getting you know, the, i really wrote the book for uh, mostly for women but i'm getting excellent feedback from men as well because mm -hmm. the power of self-care self-love is just returning everyone to their own inner awareness uh we've just moved away from being physical we've moved away from learning you know like we're learning but we're not really learning so much about nature and mm -hmm. about the environment. We're more learning about, oh man, you know, how am I going to do this stream yard? Like I've been working on <laughs> yeah. learning something that would bring us joy. 
Um, so I'm talking about the pot, uh, physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. And the reason why I'm sitting here, by the way, is because this is where I do my virtual treatments. So I, mm. I, I'm a whole alternative physical therapist, but I also wrote the book, like you said, The Power of Self-Care, Self-Love. I'm going to bring it over. Yeah, I've got it open here as well. And I'm looking at the chapters and it's actually really yeah. easy to follow and quite an easy book to read. It's not a yeah, huge it was, book. I wrote, it took me 10 years to write it because the first five years I focused on just evidence-based research and reading mm -hmm. science and spirituality together. And then I had it globally edited, which means they just read it. You know, they don't check the grammar or whatever. And they're like, oh, it's a, it's a good book, but I wouldn't buy it. And I was like, why wouldn't you buy it? They're like, because you're not in it. If you don't, if you don't share your story, like this is what you're doing right now, Clement, is you're creating a podcast that is uplifting other people through stories, mm -hmm. right? That's the whole point of Unleash Love is to do that. So when you're writing a book or doing a podcast like you're doing, you really have to bring the awareness of how other people are evolving through their lives, through their pain, through their suffering, through their joys, through, through all of that stuff. So to, just to continue, the book goes into four aspects, the physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual, because it's based on a proverb, which is we are all a house with four rooms. And we have to open up each room every single day, the physical room, intellectual room, emotional room, which is a room that people don't want to open, because that means we have to share our fears with ourselves. We have to write it down in a journal. We have to express it to people when we're in pain, uh, when they've hurt us, or we have to just tell ourselves, you know, so emotional rework, we have to cry. We have to scream. I tell everybody, roll up your windows. I still do this to roll up the window. You can tell me <laughs> I'm so old. I still roll I think up we're the a window. little beyond that now. <laughs> <laughs> and scream, scream in your car or go into your bedroom and scream into the pillow and hit the bed. That's, that's emotional releases. And we don't want to really do that. But if we're having severe anxiety, like most of us are feeling severe anxiety right now, uh, because the earth is changing, we're, we've just entered spring. And that's really hard. We think it's really easy for the grass to grow, but maybe it's not. Maybe the grass is going, oh, man, this hurts so much. I'm coming out of the, you know, I'm the earth. We don't know if it's easy. Not everything is, 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 um, is super easy. We can let it be easy. We can give ourselves permission to let things be easy. But if we don't acknowledge that, oh my gosh, I'm having a hard time. I'm having anxiety. I'm having fear. I'm having frustrations. Then we're not going to be able to move through what they call the darkness and enter the light. So yeah, that's what I recommend. So and the last one is spiritual, getting together, uh, getting to know, I should say, ourselves spirit, spiritually. For me, I know it's a big topic and everybody has something different on it. For me, I just say, you know, I really just want to connect with my energy. I want to know what, it, what I'm feeling. I want to know if I'm sad, happy, anxious right now, if I'm fearful and I want to feel it, that's energy. That's who I am right now. It doesn't mean I'm going to spend the whole day being severely anxious. I can choose uh, different techniques to get out of that and enter into high vibrational frequencies of joy and peace. But it's not easy. We all have mm -hmm. to support each other and do it together. But you know what the real key is, the trick, and I have that in my book too, 
laughing. So when you were just laughing a little bit, a few minutes ago, Clement, it made me so happy because it's like laughter heals you. Norman Cousins in 1970, he had a severe spinal disease. And the doctor says, we can't help you. It's incurable. And it makes me so mad when doctors say that because, you know, I just, you know, I, I think it rips you apart and takes away all of your power. So I don't think that any healthcare practitioner has the right to say you have an incurable mm. disease. But anyway, so they told that to Norman Cousins it's, and he, um, he uh, started to watch funny movies and he realized that he had less pain and less pain and less pain. And then he eventually completely and fully healed himself with laughter. So that's another thing that we forget to do. We forget to laugh because there's not a lot of things that we can laugh about, right? No, I've noticed something interesting, okay? I, in the mornings, I pick up my phone. I know I shouldn't do this, but I'm in bed and I pick up my phone and I start looking at stuff, my emails, whatever. But mostly what I do is I've noticed subconsciously, I'm scrolling through comedy. I'm scrolling through stand-up comedy, uh, like on Instagram, and I'm laughing for about an hour, just keep doing it. And I didn't notice I was doing this until like a couple of days ago, because you would normally, and I keep hearing this, and it's probably very true. You probably shouldn't pick up your phone in the morning immediately when you wake up. You probably should just get up, do your routine, go downstairs, have something to drink or whatever you want to do, but just get moving, right? But for me, and I've started to accept that this is actually working for me, is I have a really intensive day. I know that a lot of you do, so I don't want to say that mine's harder than yours or anything like that. But for me, it really takes everything out of me. Like I'm constantly moving. I've constantly got interviews and podcast episodes and we're post-processing all the time and doing strategy calls and stuff. And it just, it really wears me out sometimes. And I feel like, at this juncture, whether or not it's something to do with the cycle of the seasons or however you put it before, I feel like I'm really anxious. Like it's it's starting to manifest as like anxiety, deep anxiety. And I feel my gut and my chest tighten up and I need to breathe. And it's just this strange feeling. So I feel like that moment in the morning when I'm scrolling through that comedy and I'm laughing is really important for me. It's actually something that's keeping me sane. So I don't know what you think about that, but laughter, yeah, totally, totally works for me, totally. Right now, everybody who's who's gonna watch this is going to, you're, you're changing their lives because it's such a simple technique. But when you, if you call up some of your friends, they're miserable, everybody's miserable right now. We have a right to be, we have a right to be, but I'm so grateful that you said that. I'm so grateful that you laugh. That's why Instagram is so funny. You know, the little, I, everybody makes fun of me, but I really like watching little cat and puppy stuff. Mm, <laughs> it's really yeah. Cool. yeah. You'll have to share with me what you watch. Oh, yeah. So I have a really distinct sense of humor. Mine's dry and sarcastic. So I kind of like these uh, comedians who really push the uh, boundaries of what you can and cannot say. I really just find it nice and cathartic to see someone challenging 
the public opinion, the status quo. So I like really cheeky and almost at times offensive comedy, just because I know that there's things that we're so serious and uptight about that we really should be laughing about. You know what I'm saying? You'll notice the people that you um, love to be with are the happy laughter people. They just bring mm. you joy. You know? Yeah. 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 It is a really tough time right now. It, it, it seems that no matter where you go, there's always something to complain about. There's always something to sigh about. Or, and, and I think it's become an art, kind of noticing the good. It's become a real art to always be self-aware, not let yourself, your negativity kind of overwhelm you. Always notice when you're feeling something. Uh, and take conscious actions to shift toward the positive. And that for me has been uh, something I'm still learning and I've been working on it now for you know, close to a year because this year was the catalyst for it. It's like, yeah, whatever began, which just changed my life completely. I mean, I lost half of my business at the beginning because in the digital marketing scene, if your clients were running events and they were relying on you to generate leads for their events, which was the situation with me, obviously when countries close down and you're not allowed to socialize, you lose those clients because now they don't, they don't need the events anymore. They can't do them anymore. So, you know, that was a huge impact and yeah, it set me off on this. And that's how I found you. I found that the people that I was meeting, I was so much more uh, kind of focused and aware of people that were in your space because it was, it was important to me, you know, on a very subconscious level, I was just gravitating towards those who could help me navigate this emotional, psychological shitstorm, for lack of a better word. <laughs> and guess what? You were attracting us, your mm. energy. So that's what happens is, where you're just manifesting it. And just before we leave laughter, I want everyone to understand why it heals you is because you're literally flipping your hormones. So you're, a lot of people don't know it, but in your gut, you're making these neurotransmitters. These are little messengers that tell you how to feel. They're not just in your brain. They're in your gut, in the walls of your 25, 27 feet of intestines. So if you're feeling lower vibrational frequencies like fear, anger, frustration, anxiety, then you're creating certain amount of hormones that we call them fight, flight, freeze response, right? Cortisol, adrenaline, all of those hormones. And we're, we're making them. And then the neurotransmitter is like, oh my gosh, anxiety, frustration, tremendous fear, going crazy. And then we go outside and we just sit and look at a bird or we better yet laugh at something, immediately the gut changes and says, oh, you're laughing. Oh, okay, so that's more like serotonin, maybe dopamine, you know, what, what are these hormones that I need to immediately change, immediately change. So that's why laughter works because it changes you biochemically and everything just changes, your energy system changes. So in the midst of hell, what is that movie, the Italian movie, um, where he was in the concentration camp? Um, La... well, life is beautiful. Yeah, life is beautiful. I mean, how can you create a movie about a comedian? Uh, he, was, uh, he was a comedian, literally, in this movie. 
And if any of your um, people who are watching this have not seen it, please, please watch Life is Beautiful. You have to find the joy in the midst of the despair. Yes. Because it is be there. You just have to be in the present, though. You have to be in the moment. Like you and I are creating chemicals right now of joy and a wonder, you know? That's yeah. it. We, you and I are, are, are creating that. But unfortunately, we're, you and I are not always together all the time. So then I go to my room and I go, well, how am I really feeling? Oh, okay. Maybe I am feeling a little sad. Oh, let me go move physical. Let me do something. Let me do some jumping jacks. Remember when I first met you, I said, Clement, 20 jumping jacks. And then I went and did them by myself. <laughs> and that was like literally because I'd just come out of a huge workout. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> So she doesn't know what just did. <laughs> yeah. And, and before I go to sleep, a lot of people have problems sleeping. So I don't do exercise before I sleep, but I do read something inspirational. You know, I like Wayne Dyer books a lot, you know, uh, reminding me of my affirmations. I am at peace. Uh, he's popular for, uh, was it nonviolent communication or something like that? Or was that someone else? Uh, uh, probably someone else. I, I'm sure he did it too. He he was amazing. Huh? I'm getting them mixed up now, but I know Wayne Dyer. I, my ex-girlfriend used to read him a lot. Yes. Yeah, so the God. Intention is a great book. Inspiration is a great book. Wishes Fulfilled is a great book. So he's got like so many and he passed on, but you know, I'm still channeling him. Every time I open mm-hmm. up a, his book, I'm like, Wayne's here with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's and that's so anyway, just to finish up with the book, that that's what I did for 10 years. I just researched all of this that works yeah. for me, especially, and for the people that I know and for my patients. And my patients asked me to write the book actually. Every time I do a presentation or I'd be treating, they're like, You you need to write this in a book. And I was like, ah, I don't want yeah, something well, else. You know how they said, um, well, you didn't write anything about yourself and who you, why, you know, what you who you do, who you are and what you're doing. So so why did you get into this? in the first place? Well, I went back and spent the next five years in, uh, putting myself into the book. Mm-hmm. So that's why people are like, you know, your story is amazing. What made you decide to put yourself in the book? I was like, because my global editor said I had to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and it, and it has helped so many, but again, like your podcast right now, it's the story. You know, what made me actually write the book was my patients kept on saying it. My after I do presentations, they say, write a book, write a book. We'd love it. And then all of a sudden, God said, what are you waiting for? You know, so I'm very connected to energy. For me, it's God. For other people, it's universe, divine, loving light, inner wisdom. So um, so I'm very connected to God. So whenever I have any issues, I always grab my journal. They go. Dear God, what is happening? Why am I so anxious today? I'm freaking out. And God's like, well, go ahead and freak out. Inner wisdom is like, feel it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go away because that what you resist will persist. And when I first heard that years ago, I was like, what does that mean? That what I resist will persist. Oh, that person that I haven't spoken to in a long time because that person did something mean to me is still in my gut. I'm still feeling that pain. I have to write a letter and say, not, and I don't have to send it to the person. I could just write a letter to this person that hurt me and just let it go. I forgive you. 
you could, you know, uh, you did the best that you could, but you did probably didn't mean to, to do that. Or if you did, I forgive you. And all of a sudden, everything changes. You know, we so carry within ourselves. That process of actually articulating what we're thinking and feeling is a way to let it come out of our bodies because that's the key for me is how is understanding okay i feel like right now right now i feel like a ball of just negativity in my gut because of the things that we were talking about before this call not not you didn't give me it but i was explaining to you you know how i've been doing all these interviews and i've been talking about really traumatic experiences with people because that's just what they do when they come on an, inter an interview with me and I feel like it's building up inside because I'm, I'm soaking it up like a, like a sponge kind of. Uh, and so I've got this kind of ball of, of negativity and anxiety. And you're saying that in order to get one way to get that out is to ver verbalize, articulate and the thoughts and feelings that I have. And it will somehow let it, let it come out of my body. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. So I love it when people say, uh, speak into existence, like, you know, where they're going to manifest something. And I like the flip side as well. So I love that too, but I also write it out of you, mm. write it out of you because when we listen to someone else, it, uh, share a wonderful, happy experience. We feel that joy that is vibrational frequency. And we are in there realm of energy there there we are resonating with us in, in the treatments that i do the john f barnes myofascial release we call it resonance we're creating this energy system within us and we're and we're creating it right now you and i when we uh experience that with someone who's telling us a tragic event you and i we enter into that event we're in that place and so the body the brain doesn't know any different so if someone's telling you something that really horrible, you're there with them. It's it, because we just entered the past and we're there. What happens afterwards if we, is we have to come back into the moment. That person that's telling us that story, well, what's happening to them right now? Did they survive? You know? How are they doing now? And then we have to click onto that because then we then give ourselves permission to let go of that story because it was in the past. And that is not true. So mm -hmm. when we are feeling, you're feeling that ball within you is because you're still hanging out in that story. Like uh, I can't watch horrible movies because I'll be miserable the whole night and then I can't sleep. So mm -hmm. my husband gets uh, angry. Why can't you watch this war movie with me? Are you kidding me? I'm going to be stabbing myself and I'm, I can feel all the pain and the death. I'm like, I won't be able to sleep because my brain doesn't know the difference. Mm -hmm. If I'm seeing that or I'm hearing that story and my brain says, oh, I'm really there. So some of us, you know, they call it being more empathetic, more uh, empathic, right? Um, I just you know, that just happens to me all the time. So then I have to go ahead and say, okay, that happened already a long time ago. And now I'm here in this moment. I'm going to look at my hands, bring awareness to my hands. I'm going to see what's going on with my hands. I'm going to bring my attention into the body. 
and into the present moment. I'm going to step outside and feel that air it going into my nostrils. And I'm going to begin, you know, a lot of people don't like to use the word meditation, you know, and all that stuff, but just don't even call it anything. Just be present in this moment and let all that else, all that stuff just go. It's so hard though to do, but if we practice, we can do it, do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I don't think I am enlightened by any means, but it does work for me. I have stopped doing it. I've stopped meditating at night and doing part of that routine. I, I would for a, a long time uh, sit after stretching. I still stretch because I have to, because I have a lower back problem. But after stretching, I would sit cross-legged and I would straighten my back and I would close my eyes and I would breathe and I would try to just focus on the noise. Sometimes I would leave my eyes open and I would watch the calm trees and outside the window in the dark, just moving. And I would do that for about 30 minutes. Um, I started out with guided meditations. So some of the apps, you know, like Headspace or Calm or the Waking Up app by Sam Harris is a really, really, really good one. And then after a while, I got quite good at it. And I stopped using the guided meditation because I was like, I don't want to hear people anymore. I just want to hear what's actually happening around me. And so I did that. And then I would, and I don't mean to go on a, tan a tangent here, but I would start doing breathing exercises and I would hold my breath. Sometimes I'd hold my breath just to see how far, how long I could hold my breath. I got up to two minutes, which was really great. So I was making progress. I was enjoying it. And then something happened. I just told myself, oh, I don't need to do it tonight. Uh, and then the next night I was like, you know what? I mean, it's been really busy and I'm really tired. I'm just gonna go to bed. Don't worry about doing it, do it tomorrow night. And I did it. And now it's like two, three weeks later and I'm still saying that to myself. So it just shows you how quickly you can rewire your habits back to just the comfort zone of just being lazy. Uh, so it's not just being lazy. It's all because you're evolving. You're not the same Clement that you were even yesterday. Hmm. You're completely different. So when we're evolving, we got to also maybe do something different. Maybe the body's like, okay, I want to do something different. So these, so these are two balls, right? They're just four inch soft balls and you can put them on your gut okay. pretty much right down here in the diaphragm region or lower. And the diaphragm region is the anxiety region. So right around here, this is the anxiety region. So um, when we are feeling those lower vibrational frequency emotions, we can use these balls and just lie on the floor. So I would go down, face down and put those balls right there. And you could actually release the fascial restrictions. So fascia is just another word for connective tissue. So we are holding in anxiety physically. Like a tension. So exactly. And some people used to say, my stomach is in knots. My stomach mm -hmm. is in knots. Well, guess what? If you apply gentle pressure, you can do it. If you don't have balls, you can just do it with your hand and just really push in, but not forcing into pain. If you feel pain, you back up um, and then you hold it there and you rest and you hold it there. You want to hold it there for five minutes or more. That's why it's easier to lie on the balls because you, your hands won't get tired, but there's different parts of your body. That's why massage is so good. But I do myofascial release, so it's just gentle, sustained pressure for longer periods of time. And that literally starts to let go of this connected tissue that's 
bound down. And so you can release it uh, physically and feel it emotionally at the same time. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I finished a treatment um, and most of the treatments, you know, they end up with people uh, having an emotional release. Right. And so they cry. Great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, there's other things that go around. And so um, it's important because we are holding in our bodies so much. You know, a lot of people say, uh, I'm sorry, science is saying that uh, stress causes cancer. And I learned mm -hmm. that in my microbiology class years ago. I was like, stress causes cancer? Yes. Stress changes your body biochemically. And then it sends signals to our cancer cells to reproduce. So our body is holding on to this severe energy that is uh, whatever we want to call it, lower vibrational frequencies, fear, anger, frustration, whatever it is, anxiety. And then if we stay there for longer and longer and longer, it's going to start to break down our bodies. And then we're going to have physical pain. And when we have illnesses possibly, right? So that's why it's important to laugh, right? Like we talked about, it's important to do something physically, release those tight areas for five minutes or more, jump up and down and have fun. If we're not creating joy in our life, like, you know, you're in um, England. So, you know, what are you going to do for fun tonight? Oh, no joy in England. <laughs> oh, for tonight? Well, I think now you're scaring me. So now I'm going to really do something. <laughs> I'm like cancer cells. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God. So, uh, no, but I, I, I've also heard that too. And I do highly believe that stress is a very, very big, uh, indicator of, you know, whether or not you're actually going to get cancer. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, if you really, really let it to get out of control, then it can manifest as an illness. So I, I think maybe you're right. Maybe my maybe my interests are going towards something else other than doing the meditation and the breathing techniques at night. Maybe I, I you know, maybe I want to do something else with my time. And uh, I mean, even now and again, just watching a movie, like you said, just kind of laughing or or letting your brain not think about those things anymore. It's like relax. But those balls that you mentioned. I have lacrosse balls and like a spiky lacrosse ball. I got it when I bought my yoga stuff. So I've got this kind of uh, cylinder, which you roll yeah. your back on or your whatever. And inside of that, there's a thinner cylinder, which is foam, which you can roll your legs on and things. And then I've got these lacrosse balls that came with it. And I never used them. And I was looking at them maybe a couple of months ago. I thought, why not? Let's give it a shot. So I started to put them under my back, you know, where my problem is, my tightness and roll on them. And it hurts at the beginning, but then it releases the tension. Like you said, it's like, it's massaging out that tension and put it under my shoulder blades where the knots are at the top. I have lots here because I hunch my back quite a lot and it really worked. I'm just saying this because if anyone listening is interested at the tension and attention part, those really worked for me. The spiky ball, take your shirt off and let it massage into your skin. It hurts at the beginning, but after a while, it's like it's pushing the blood into that area, you know, with those kind of pressure points. And it just did wonders for me. It loosened me up completely on my glutes as well. Like I have really tight hamstrings 
And so that whole back part of me, the glutes and the lower back and the hamstrings are so tight, which is why I have a back problem. That's what my, my physio yeah. told me. Yeah, yeah. Tight hamstrings cause, um, tight hamstrings can cause uh, lower back pain. So yeah, that method that you're using is wonderful. Keep doing that. This method is, is um, using softer balls, not so much with a spike, and then holding it in that area and not rolling. Mm. So you hold it there and you... And hopefully it's not too painful. If it is painful, you just move it a little bit to, you know, if it's like your IT band here, if it's too painful there, you just move it a little bit to the side where it's not too painful. This is a great area to, if you have knee problems, this area is the secret to releasing pain in your knees and hips. It's the IT band. It goes from here to there. But you want to stay there for 5, 10, 15 minutes until that ball goes right through your body and releases all of that severe pressure. We call it fascial restrictions. But yeah, so myofascialrelease.com, that's the international site for John F. Barnes. But but the way you're doing it is good too. So that's another technique. So we have to all find techniques that are are going to work for ourselves. That's the most important thing. And just try a bunch of stuff and and see what works. Okay, great. I'm glad that you said that. So I know you've had a long day. I know you've done uh, quite a few things today and with clients and things. I just want to ask, is it okay if we finish this off to do an exercise? Because I love your exercises and I need it right now. So I'm going to take the advantage of being on it. But for people listening, like you do these breathing slash meditation, short breathing exercises. Um, what does that really help with? So it um, slows down the breathing and the breathing, when we slow it down and we're going to do a breathing and we're going to do a jaw release. So we hold when we're uh, feeling really anxious, whatever we want to call it, right? Uh, our jaw locks up. And then when the jaw locks up, it's going to create tension in the neck and in the shoulder. It's going to go down into the body and it actually locks up your buttocks and your belly. So it creates a lot of problems. So we're going to do a jaw release, but the, the breathing actually drops your diaphragm down and allows your diaphragm to go down. And it's like an accordion. It, it drops the diaphragm down. And the accordion massages the belly area. And then it also massages the pelvic floor. It goes all the way down. So you'll notice maybe tonight or later on when you're breathing, or maybe right now when we'll do it, the longer and deeper the breath, the more you'll notice it goes down into the pelvic floor. And so we need to have all of this soft. You know, we can't be in like a little knot. So let's go ahead and try it. So uh, we're just going to get into a comfortable seated position. I'm going to get just a little closer so that you could see me. Okay. And we're going to put, so this is called the TMJ. This is the temporal bone up here. And this is the mandibula right there. And here there's a little joint, like an elbow joint right there. So if you see my finger, when I open up my jaw, my finger is going to go into a hole. So watch this. Okay. So put two fingers on each side. And for right now, we're just gonna massage and you're gonna notice that they're a little tender and maybe one side is tighter than the other. Do you feel that? They both can be tight, two fingers and then go in and massage. Okay. Right, right. 
So then do, go ahead. So that's one really, that's one way that you can raise by just holding it there. But I like to do the flat hand. So you would do here this for five minutes, but I like to give you this one. You're going to squeeze the mandible, mandibula here. Mandibula. <laughs> and put your hands together. So your hands are coming closer to each other. And you're going to begin to slow the breathing down. So slowing the breathing down just means that you're going to inhale for a very long time, if that's possible. And then exhale for a very long time. You can just press your lips. And then keep doing that. And then just notice, bring your awareness to the jaw and notice what it's doing. Notice if you feel a little pull in the head and the cheekbones and the eyes and the ears or anywhere in the body. And then I'm gonna show you what's gonna happen next. My hands are gonna go a little closer to each other and then my jaw is gonna start to release. And if it doesn't release for you, but my, my jaw was already releasing, but I'm gonna show you what it does. Um, Jaw drops down and hands go with it, still going in and down. I look so funny right now. I know. <laughs> and you're just going to feel your jaw just melting down. It's kind of like the picture, the painting, the scream. Yeah, it's exactly what I was thinking. And just notice what you're feeling right now. And then that should be done for at least five minutes or more. If your arms get tired, just get, just take a little break. But this is done in the morning, in the afternoon and at night. Because when we are anxious, our jaw locks down. You'll, a lot of people who have, um, a lot of issues with that. What happens? Yeah, I'm glad you're moving your head and your neck. That's wonderful because the jaw, once it's released, it will let everything else go, including your back. So a, a TMJ releases also are excellent for low back pain too. So this is going to mm -hmm. help your back. Um, but yeah, it's just, and, and the TMJ is one of the major balance points of the body. So I do treatments there for vertigo severe migraines, just headaches, neck, shoulder pain, uh, shoulder pain, back pain, abdominal issues, on and on and on, sinus issues, eye issues. Wow. <laughs> the T and nobody talks about it. So, but uh -huh. the TMJ, how do you feel? Feels a little, feel like yeah. a little different. It does feel like a lot more loose. Yep. And, you, and, and so that's a little uh, healing technique when you are feeling anxiousness, this just locks right up. It's just like an animal does. You know, when the animal gets fearful, they growl, you know, and that's so, so that's what we're doing inwardly. But a lot of people will grind their teeth at night and they'll go to the dentist and like, oh, they'll give them a mouth guard. Really what it is, is they need a TMJ release. They need to release that every day. Got it. Oh my gosh. It makes so much sense. Wow, thank you for that. That was actually really helpful. Now I'm gonna start doing that more often, but uh, yeah. I, I do it in the morning and I do it at night before I go to sleep. Right, right. Well, one day I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna ask you what your routines are really like, like everything, because <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna be really interesting. 
Um, but thank you. I appreciate you coming on. It was really nice to have you. Again, we did one before, which didn't unfortunately happen because it got broken. But uh, it's nice to have finally got around to doing it again and doing it properly. So I'm excited to publish this. And uh, yeah, your book again is called The Power of Self-Care and Self-Love, A Physical Therapist's Guide to Evolving into Your Higher Self. I really like the book. It's actually very easy to read. You can buy it on the Kindle, right? You can buy it in paperback format, um, Audible as well. Yep. Uh, yep. Amazon and Kindle. I have not done audio yet. I've got to find a uh, room down here and just hide for several days and just read my book. But I do have also a, a core, an online self-treatment video series called Back in Neck Pain Relief. The surprising gut and brain connection. But you can go to my website and check that out. So that's gcmfr.com. Right. Okay. Excellent. Well, we're going to catch you on Clubhouse for sure, which is an amazing place. So uh, that's where we get to learn so much more about what you do. And um, yeah, until then, oh, what's this? This is to remind everybody to be happy and be at peace. <laughs> and to, uh, and to always feel peace and love and find something to laugh at. Nice. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jackie. You're amazing. Right. Sending you peace and love. Woo, Thank so you. proud of you. Unleash love. Unleash huh? love. Unleash this love, is, right. <laughs> this down the street. Unleash love. Peace and, unleash love. <laughs> it sounds like that. <laughs>